Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Supporting the instance is easy. Just go to patreon.com slash frogpants and help us out. Listening to the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance. This is the instance episode 494 for Friday, June 23rd, 2017, on the eve, the cusp of Nerdtacular 2017. With myself, Scott Johnson, and Patrick Bejas here. Hello. Hey, so li- listen, for video viewers, if I take off my headset, uh, you'd notice that I got a haircut. Oh, yeah. You know why. That. Is that for the trip? It's because I have to look my best for mm. Nerdtacular. Mm. Yeah, we're just a week away. And it's got next week, a week from now, <laughs> we're going to be in Snowbird, yep. beautiful Snowbird Resort. Yep doing things in, on panels that didn't sound right no it but. doesn't sound right it sounds kind of weird and boring too but here's what it'll be it'll be some panels it'll be um a lot of uh just good old-fashioned uh mingling with the fans and the friends of the program uh we're gonna just have a great time and uh all together with our people this is the time even more than blizzcon this is the time when we get together with our people that's it's right like, that's right you know you have you have family friends and you have like complete strangers and people you hate and right in the middle just maybe a little bit remote from family you have our people and all of them almost will be at nertacular yeah that's something i look forward to it is awesome uh and i'm very much looking forward to it as well a lot of people don't know this yet i'll go ahead and just say it here because i haven't talked about it much. but former former blizzard luminary now uh lead designer over there at uh riot games greg ghostcrawler street will be there and uh exciting yeah a post warcraft greg street is an interesting one i can tell you that so uh we'll have lots to talk about with him uh he may we may coax him up on stage for part of this that'll be fun <laughs> so anyway there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff of course russell brower will be there he's always there uh some other blizzard luminaries will be there in fact someone who might be in charge of a lot of things on the diablo team might be there Ooh, mm. i wonder if his first name starts with j and ends with on well it sounds like <laughs> i thought you're gonna i'm like where's the last name in there and i realize you're still talking about the first name uh yeah no that's the guy and uh he has a last his last name is french so you probably have some bias there uh I, I assume it has French origin anyway. Well, I yeah, maybe. It sounds weird. If I mean, I don't know what it means <laughs> in French, but yeah. maybe. All right. Well, it, it's, nonetheless, we're excited about all of that stuff, and that's coming up Absolutely. in a week. Not even a week. A, a week from right now, actually, panels will have started 10 minutes in. We'll be 10 minutes in in one week from now. Weird. Weird. All right. I don't want to think about it. Oh, and the night before is always fun because we get to mingle and hang out, and Terpster gets drunk, and it's great. 
Oh, uh, speaking of which, Terpster should be here uh, late, but here at some point during uh, the, the the proceedings. So uh, watch for him. They just moved their entire office, and I know things are a little nuts on their end, but uh, he does want to pop in today. So we'll check in with him here soon. Here's what we're going to do today. It's a little bit different, and I think we may have teased this last week. I don't remember, but I've been teasing it on Twitter all week. And that is this. Uh, we got a couple of quick news items to take care of at the top of the show, but then we decided to do an email show. Um, originally, this was uh, a plan to sort of clear out emails. We've got a lot piled up, and I realized as I went through them, a lot of these are really timely and awesome, and we don't read them enough. So uh, that's what the, the the body of the show will be, and we'll discuss your thoughts, your feelings, your comments uh, in here. And this is just a thing for the live listeners. If any of you out there want to have a voice today, you got a thing to say, you can hop into our Discord, and I can pull you into this show. Real easy and simply, just head over to frogpants.com. That's slash, exciting. Yeah, it's I very exciting. I realized we were going to do that. We haven't done this in a long time. Uh, frogpants.com slash Discord. You get into our Discord channel, 100% easy, free, and no problems. And uh, you can do this on mobile, desktop, or wherever you have Discord installed. Uh, even through browsers, that totally works. And you get into the call waiting room. There's a voice channel called Call Waiting Room. That's where I will pull you from. So if you are interested... And uh, anyone listening live wants to do that, hop in there and I will watch for you and we'll pull you in. All right. Speaking of that little bit of news we got to cover, uh, I'm going to play this little file right here. So, Patrick, uh, let's start with there's there's like three major things this week. Um, sadly, none of them are WoW related. You guys will be thrilled to hear, though, in the WoW uh, or in the email section today. It's mostly WoW questions and thoughts, so that'll be fun. Uh, but before we do any of that, some stuff got announced by Jeff Kaplan wearing a really cool Overwatch looking hockey jersey. I think it was a, I think it was an Overwatch Diva themed. Yeah. Oh, was it Diva themed? Okay, I couldn't quite figure that out. Uh, got up and talked to Overwatch players about um, one of the big I don't know m- more controversial elements of the game, which is loot boxes and how often you get duplicates and how much you get in uh, credits when you do get a duplicate and how that feels very RNG and not always feels good when you get a dupe or whatever. So I'll let you explain uh, what's happening with that and why do you think that's happening? So there's a couple of things in the update, uh, and we will be talking about the duplicates in Hearthstone a little bit later, and I think there's an interesting relationship there. But uh, in the update, he mentioned some things about highlights. Now there's a way to initiate the save of a highlight in the game, uh, you know those play of the game uh, uh, little things that you get, uh, and they're going to be staying in. I, there's a lot of management of that that is also uh, being added on the PTR. I tried it out. It works fine. Um, it's cool. But the even more interesting thing is that thing about uh, duplicates and loot boxes. So what they're doing uh, to explain it, first of all, is you're going to see a lot less duplicates when you open your loot boxes. And uh, on the PTR, they give you five loot boxes to try out. And out of the five, I think I have gotten no duplicates. And when I'm on live, I have played so much that I now get, you know, every loot box has basically two to three duplicates every single time. Mm. So I don't, I mean, it's not this, I don't have all of the items I I have on live on the PTR. So it's not exactly a one-to-one comparison, but um, I got basically no duplicates. And that's not just legendaries, as is the case in Hearthstone, like for all of the different things. Now, of course, this is, um, this is just cosmetic, uh, cosmetic stuff. So it's not exactly the same as Hearthstone, but 
there was, if you remember, a lot of conversation about uh, the difficulty of getting all of the special emotes from events um, through, through, especially for the latest event uh, mm -hmm. where there were a lot of uh, legendary skins and a lot of dance emotes. So I think this is their way of solving that issue in a manner that is uh, satisfactory enough for players that they're not going to feel bad about getting loot boxes. And while not completely, uh, completely devaluing the value of rarity that we have uh, for those rare emotes and, and skins. Mm. Um, I think th they probably had a conversation with the guys from the Hearthstone team because it, it really does feel bad when you just open something and you're excited because you get the legendary thing sparkle and like all the 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 you know orange light and like yes legend ah oh, i already <laughs> it. and even though you do get you know a lot of credits for it it's not the same um so just you know it, it's it's just a matter of making sure you feel good about all of it and yeah. i think another element that made this possible for them is that they've added a lot of stuff in the um in the rewards so maybe if they had done this from the beginning, people would have gotten everything a little bit too quickly. But maybe now with all of the events and all of this, they have uh, more freedom to give you more stuff uh, and not use as many duplicates. Yeah, so. and also more, uh, one interesting point he made in the video was this. Let me find the quote. Um, after saying we're going to make significant improvements to the loot box experience, uh, one of the things we're going to do is drastically reduce the rate of duplicates. You mentioned that. And he also said, that the same amount or more credits uh, will be found when you're opening boxes. So in other words, you're not going to get dinged on the credit side because it used to be if you got a duplicate, that's where you'd get the, the lion's share of your additional credits, even though I still say they don't give enough credits for that stuff, but whatever. Uh, he says you'll get more credits as just a one of the drops in the, in the four boxes or five boxes or whatever it is, not five boxes, five little disc things or whatever. What are they called? Do they even have a name? The stuff that pops no, out of the box. No, it's just the loot. Yeah, the loot. The the, the terminals. The, the little the loot discs. There you go. <laughs> uh, those loot circles, as I like to call them, uh, will give <laughs> you additional credits. So you're going to have either more or the same, and I think that's important because a lot of people do like the idea that they can earn those over time and unlock some of these skins in a more traditional fashion, and then on the back end, hopefully, won't get duplicates of the ones they've purchased. See, that's the ones that really feel bad is when you spent. 3,500 credits on a sweet uh, Winston skin, and then uh, two boxes later, you get that skin as a duplicate. I mean, that's a yeah. that's a fat bummer. I hate that feeling. Yeah, I mean, for Overwatch, it's not guaranteed that you're not going to get a duplicate. Right. It, it, they're saying drastically reducing it. Again, I think they're being a little bit careful here because uh, there might be some duplicates, but it felt in what I've tried that there's basically no duplicates anymore. Maybe it's once you reach, you know, you have a lot of the uh, items already, you might you might start seeing more duplicates. But it might happen that you get a legendary you already have. But um, yeah, the 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 credit thing I think is a little bit weird because for someone who plays as much as me, um. I think I'm going to start having everything. And on top of that, I'm going to get lots of credits. Mm -hmm. So I, there might be some tuning there, but I'm wondering if they're not going 
overboard because I mean, if I get very, very little duplicates, I will have everything within, you know, three months. So that's the other, and and then I'll have, and and that's the main point that a lot of people are making is that they've got a finite number of things anyway. There's not an unlimited number. Well, that's not, that's true of all of these games. I mean, whether you're playing Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, this, or whatever, there is a finite number that you can ever uh, ultimately get. And so, you know, they can't guarantee no duplicates ever. I think the solution here is less duplicates, more credits, so people can spend those where they want to spend them, and you eliminate that horrible feeling of duplicates. And then at some point, if you've caught them all, well, then you're awesome, and you're ready for the next batch of content, and then you try to get all of those and it's that phase that gets scary because you're going to be more prone. Let's say you've got everything in the game right now, Patrick, and out comes a new event, event or whatever. It's on you now <laughs> to not get as... I mean, you're going to get duplicates like nobody's business, or you're, at least you're going to be in a category that is going to get more duplicates than, say, somebody who has less of that stuff. Well, so I, I have, you know, I have like 7,000 credits right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically, I can buy two legendary skins for an event if I want to. Um, so I'm not too worried about people like myself. Yeah, but you'll be fine, Patrick. You'll be fine. I'll be. Fine. Don't I'll worry be okay. about. Yeah. I'm, I'm the one percent of Overwatch. <laughs> well, I think it's a good thing. The only other thing I would add to this, um, and we'll, we're, we're going to save this Hearthstone talk till Patrick gets or uh, Torchster gets here. He's playing that game more than we are, but um, and Dills is out today. But here's here's the only other point I was going to make. Um, I wonder if World of Warcraft would ever get a system of, and it doesn't have to be tied just to PVP, but let's just say, I don't know, you ran a dungeon and instead of that dungeon loot at the end of the thing being just an item in there for your character or possibly to shard or whatever, maybe up on your screen pops a similar sort of, here's a thing, click it, and you click it and and this box opens and there are four options to click just like in Hearths, or just like in Heroes of the Storm as an example, or just like they do in uh, oh so like you can choose yeah you can choose between them or or at the very least you get them all but the point is that maybe you get uh uh, um uh, what am i trying to say cosmetic stuff that's like part of the transmog or maybe it's um a transmog for your sword or maybe it's uh some kind of i don't know what i don't know what they are yet but you know gold would be but you mean like getting the excitement of having loot boxes into Wow. Yeah, Even w- though it's kind of already when you kill a boss at its core, it's kind of a loot box. You kill the thing and yeah. you get an item, but it's not very, it's not presented in a very exciting way. But it would be out of, you know, it would look weird though, wouldn't it? If well, you're like, you kill a boss and all of a sudden, bling, oh my God, <laughs> I see a little thing that's shiny. I don't I mean, I don't mean inside. it needs to be, it doesn't have to be all animated and freaky and stuff. I don't need that so much. Mm. It's just like, give me. A, a, a cool little inventory window that pops up and says, oh, these these five or six things are in there. You have a duplicate of one of those, so we're going to give you more gold for that. Like, just the feeling of, I got some things beyond, beyond I just... I look out of place. You think so? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's something to Maybe. it. It's all about implementation. They could, they could figure out a way to Maybe. do it. I mean, they already do it with personal loot in the thing anyway. You get a little pop-up that tells you what you got. I mean, it's not that different to say, how about if, if there's more stuff in there than just the one item? You know? So you just want more items? I want that- more items, yeah. I want that game to feel more... <laughs> I've always wanted WoW to feel more Diablo-like but in the loot way. I don't mean gameplay way, but I've always I've always felt like it was... Especially in the early days, it's like, all right, open the chest, what's in there? Well, let's see, do we have a 
Druid, cool, because that'll work for him. But no, sorry, everybody else. Like, I wish there was a... Not everybody gets a trophy, but everybody gets a chance at something rad. Something, mm. and by rad, I mean less than just, oh, I did get the thing I wanted, or I didn't get the thing I wanted. And I understand the game is built around that. Rating is built around that model, and I know it's hard to tweak that. I just wonder if this is a chance to think about it because they're doing it across every other game they have but this. Doesn't mean they have to. I just wonder if they could. That's all. Mm. Anyway, yeah. uh, also, Rise of the Necromancer pack out on the 26th. That's happening right before Nerdtacular. I will, of course, try to play before things <laughs> go crazy. Uh, so, my prediction was correct. I'm happy to report it was 15 bucks. Wait. Yeah. It, you you tried to convince us it was 1999 no. for like two hours. No, no, hours no, 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 no. Patrick, you, you forget uh, that Terpster's prediction, I wish he was here. Terpster's uh, prediction was like 25 to 30. Uh, mine was no way it'll be less than that. And I think my exact statement was somewhere between 15 and 19. Was And I said I would pay up to 20, I think is what I said. I I sort of remember I thought it was going to be 15, and you kind of convinced <laughs> me it was going to be 19. And by the end, I was like, ah, all right, maybe you're right. Maybe it was. Are you sure? I'm not 100% sure if this was okay, a quarter. Maybe of, we need a recall. Yeah. The, the, dear listeners, <laughs> we know you have nothing of imports to do yeah. in the next few hours yeah. surely you can spend your valuable time going through the past couple of episodes and uh figuring out who had predicted 15 and who had predicted 20 yeah whoever you know you just need a little time and a willingness <laughs> to go back through old episodes it's fine um but either way i'm very but yeah either I'm way it's very 15, happy yeah. very happy that it's 15 a lot of people were mad uh but that's the internet and i'm not trying to give this too much credence but i i still uh, I'm bo- my mind is boggled to hear that people yeah. are think that that's too high of a price for a whole lot of gameplay. So here's what you get. You get the Necromancer, of course, all of his skills, all of his abilities, all of his stuff. Uh, you get, um, let's see. Here's, yeah, th- here's, thank God you don't get like just half the skills. Yeah, that you would have suck. You to pay an extra 15 for Or like no runes or pay a buck per no rune. Pets. Yeah, no pets. Uh, but no, you get a non-combat pet, this little golem thing. You get a pair of cosmetic wings. You get Necromancer-themed banners, sigil, and accent. You get Necromancer portrait frame. You get the pendant. You get two additional character slots, two additional slash, uh, stash tabs. And there's a new zone in one of the act areas, but I don't know what it's but that's called. Not, that's not part of the pack. I no, think you get it's that coming out no matter what. Annual. Correct. Right. Everybody gets that. But So basically 15 bucks for... The necromancer. Well, everything else goes with the necromancer. The wings, the the slots is because you know if you already have one of each, you can get more. Mm-hmm. The slash, uh, the stash tabs, same. If you're completely full, you get stuff for your necro. It's basically the necromancer. There's no other content that you get with it that matters. Yeah. Um, but how, how do you, you know, feel about the price? Where are you? Where's your head at with the price? I I well I'm. My, I think my prediction, regardless of what yours was, my wine was also 15. So I think it's, you know, fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know I, for sure. I, I know I for sure Terpster cool. was barking up the $30 tree. I know that. That I remember yeah, for sure because he was sure they were going to get more. He's insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I think the people, even the people who are angry, uh, you know, if we calm the situation down for just a second and stop yelling at everyone. I think most people who are angry, who who are reasonable, if you ask them how much do you think it should be, 
they will probably say around 10, yeah. right? Yeah. Very few will go down to five. Uh, those who will who will say it should be free or I don't know what they're smoking. Mm -hmm. um, but most people will say it should be around 10. And I think 10 would be a fair price. Yeah. But we're also talking about Blizzard. There's always a premium because they, they polish their things so much. And there's also the fact that some people have disputed, but I think Diablo 3 has been updated for free. Uh, way more than most other games, you know? Most games, when you buy them, you get a, a season pass, DLC, whatever. Yep. And the, the updated content you get with those for that price. Diablo 3 has had a number of uh, additional, you know, content patches that had... It's not like a new expansion, but it was significant content, you know? There was... Uh, the the dungeon sets, the greater rifts, the can ice cube, the the different types of armor. Mm -hmm. So there was stuff in there that would keep people playing, and we've talked on the show how we would go back to it from time to time, and um, and and get back into the game because of that new content. And mm -hmm. I I was obsessed with Diablo a couple of months ago. And, you know, I discovered Can I Cube. And, and there's stuff coming with 2.6 as well with the uh, challenge dungeons and a uh, bunch of stuff. So with all that context, I think it's a little bit disingenuous to say 15 bucks is a ripoff and how dare they. Mm -hmm. I, I understand people who, who would say, you know, it's a little bit expensive. You don't have to buy it. Yeah, uh, but that's the I other understand thing. people who say it's a bit expensive, but... For mo as I was saying, for most people, ten bucks would be a fair price. So from ten to fifteen, that one of the way I look at entertainment, I look at the number of hours I'm gonna get out of something. Mm -hmm. You know, a movie is around. Let's say if you get it cheap-ish, it's gonna be ten bucks, and it's about two hours of entertainment. Mm -hmm. So we're willing to pay ten bucks per two hours of entertainment most of the time and i'm gonna get i don't know 20 15 20 hours after out of the necro over the life of the game mm -hmm. so i'm not you know between 10 and 15 bucks i'm not too fussed no i i would also i mean i've had i heard people who happily paid 10 bucks for a jpeg in hearthstone because that's what you bought by the way when <laughs> and a couple of voice samples that were already recorded for other things to get muradin and other characters in that game you paid $10 for, an, for a JPEG. There are other people who paid 10 to 15 for new heroes and Heroes of the Storm uh, back before they changed it to, to gems, but that's still the case if you're paying cash for gems. Uh, that that wouldn't even stop you. And, and, and my point with all of it was, well, okay, because you valued it at that. That was a value you could agree with. You could make a you can make a deal with that and say, yes, that's the money. I'm going to spend 10 on this character in Heroes, or I'm going to spend uh, 50 bucks on cards so I can get a bunch of cards, or 50 bucks on loot chests and, and Overwatch. You make that value proposition with yourself, and then you go. This is no different. If you value Diablo 3 and what it is and what it can bring you, and you value what this necromancer brings to the game, then 15 seems like a low price to me. If you don't, or you already didn't like the game, which is a lot of people I'm hearing from, they just don't like Diablo, saying this is too much money, that makes no sense to me. If you don't value it, you shouldn't be buying it in the first place. So don't buy it. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't even have, I don't even know how you, I mean, everyone gets to have an opinion. I'm not saying you shouldn't say your, your piece, but to sit and complain about a price of a thing that you have no intention of buying, you haven't even, you don't even have Reaper of Souls, you don't care about the state of that game. I don't know why you think that price is too high because it's got zero to do with your value. Your values don't align with it. So it's fine. That's fine. Go spend 25 for a mountain. Wow. Go spend 10 for a pet in wow. Like that's, they're there, you know, there's the, the things that you may value are out there, but you can't tell other people what they would or wouldn't. I mean, for me as a fan, I was bracing for 2530. I really was because mm. I, because I, because that blizzard premium, you're not kidding about that. Like that's a real thing. And I was still going to pay it because <laughs> I love Diablo <laughs> that much. But when this hit at 15, it was like, oh, well, I can do that. That's, I, you know, that's good deal. There's more gameplay in there, you know, than a mount. A mount gives you no gameplay. You ride around on yeah, it. This, it's cosmetic, though. So I think that the, you know, gameplay stuff and cosmetic stuff is a little bit, you know, it, it's considered differently. I understand why. Uh, I think some people have also been saying an expansion is about 40 or 45 bucks so that's a third of the price of an expansion for just one character which i understand the logic i mean reaper soul was what 45 mm -hmm. um and it was one class plus an entire uh content reset um but you know it, things are also a little bit different when you're invested in the game obviously i mean there are always going to be people who complain and bitch about a lot of stuff. And oh, there we go. Turf is here. Sorry. Oh, hello. Yeah, sorry. Hey. I just just getting shot at. No, anyway, no, no. Cool. Perfect. You guys... Perfect time for you to arrive because I want to ask you point blank, dude. You were sure you were sure the necromancer thing was going to be twenty five bucks or more. How do you feel yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Lower. You I, happy? Well, I feel well. Yeah, not not happy. I wasn't unhappy with it being expensive. Yeah. Uh, it's still reasonably. <laughs> it's you know, it's a premium purchase. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's cool. You get a lot of stuff for that 15 bucks. Yeah. You that's, that's well, you of... get a lot of stuff for free anyway. That's the problem really with these games. They set a precedent of like, oh yeah, you buy it once and then we're just going to keep making stuff all the time. We're going to juice loads more features. We're going to keep letting you play online for free. We're going to keep doing all these things. Mm -hmm. And then they turn around and ask you for some money. It's like, oh, what the ho? <laughs> okay, greedies. I get you. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, that's you know. really, I mean, that's what we were saying. Like, there are many games you can complain about for what they charge you afterwards for a bunch of stuff, including, in theory, I could understand if you would say, you know, things in Hearthstone are too expensive, or even in Heroes, if you want to buy all the heroes, it comes up to a lot of money and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Diablo, they've done so much for free. And I, I mean, yeah, complainers. Yeah, whatever. it's going to be what well, you're going to be. Yeah, at the same time, it's, it's one of those things. If you like Diablo 3 and you are still playing, and it's been exactly. like, what, six, seven years now? I forget, but a long time. Um, you're going to drop 15 bucks on this. Yeah. Immediately. That, I think everyone who's that, still playing. Cool yeah. yeah, you're exactly. all going to just, you're not even going to stop. The people who are whining about this are people who don't play Diablo. Yeah, and exactly. they're like, what? Come on! That's like a <laughs> quarter of a game! You know, it's like, yeah, but you're not playing the game, so don't worry about it. Yeah. It's like, I just been playing water tanks for this thing and we were, we were joking, but it costs you about a buck a shot at the high end. Like if you want to buy the premium currency, uh, you know, have the premium ammo and you want to fire some of the best guns and tanks and all that you're spending dollars a game to play that. And yet 
I, you know, if you play that, if that's your fun, people love it and people gladly spend that money. And I don't think it's fair to judge how people value their own money and what they want to spend it on and how they want to have their own enjoyment. And so many gamers, PC gamers especially, take this sort of stance of like, you know, it is wrong, it's exploitative. And it's like, well, if it is, it won't work. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people aren't that stupid. People just have different values as to what they value their, you know, own efforts and money on. Mm-hmm. You know, for and me, I, I quite there's... spend money on, on games, yeah. you know, and I might spend a lot on games because I don't spend that much on other games or, you know, now, you know, since having a kid, I, the type of things I spend money on is, is a scene. Yeah. Like in terms of games, like I spend a lot of money on mobile games because they're the games I can play whenever I want. And if suddenly, you know, I need to be a dad, I can put the game down. Mm-hmm. And I really struggle to find time to play games like WoW, which demand me to interact with other people and for me to not be AFK at just randomly just disappear. Yeah. And so you start, you know, channeling your love and your passions into these other games. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't like people complaining about how much Diablo, you know, Necromancer is because it's not that much. And if you don't want it, don't buy it. Yeah, it's not for and them. They shouldn't if get no it one bought it, kind of like how I felt like with the Hearthstone cosmetic heroes, yeah. you were spending like 10 bucks yep. for a voice and, you know, well, like six voice phrases and uh, a portrait. And, and that's it. You know, it was, it was, it was obscene to yeah. me. It's the world's and most expensive JPEG, out. for sure. The most then, expensive JPEG ever. And I ever. saw Magni and I was like, gosh, oh, i got to get that. <laughs> that's, a really, that's a really cool and looking Magni. you know, <laughs> there's there's an argument to be made for some of those games where they really push it and there's some uh, slot machine type adrenaline thing that comes into play. I understand why people aren't happy with this. Mm-hmm. I think this is not the case, you know, for for especially for Diablo. Yeah, it is not. It's not even just like you do what you're that you value as a gamer. It's this is just not that higher price, period. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I understand some people won't be willing to or able to pay it, but that's the case for everything. Uh, given the state of the game, the context of the updates and, you know, the value you get for that one character, it is like a, a one class is a huge part of the of the game. I think it's just a fair price. Yes, maybe 10 rather than 15. And, and some people might argue they could have pushed it to 20, but it's not like they're selling it for 60. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And even at 60, you could argue, well, if people want to buy it, then more power to them. You you do what you want. But at 15, I don't think there's a good faith argument to be made that it's an outrageous price at all. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. that's my my two cents. I agree. Yeah, to me, it didn't feel blizzardy. It felt quite reasonable yeah, price I, for what yeah. it is. I, I did like, too. I can't bliz. I kind of believed. I kind of believed Terpster for a while that that it was going to be more. I was braced for it. I was ready for it to be high. And... I, I genuinely thought it was. You know, from from what I kind of glimmered from stuff here and there, I thought it was going to be more expensive than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, Blizzard being Blizzard, it could have been. Uh, but at the same time, I'm happy with where it's landed. Yeah. Uh, the downside is Scott. Is it? It launches Nertacular. So <laughs> I've got this. It's really awkward because you know we travelled all the way over. We're hanging out, yeah. but I got a laptop okay, that runs can... it, so I kind of feel like I'm gonna. We be can in my all room. we can all get together and play uh, four necros uh, together could, at the we show. Well, we oh, have. It's also a little a time before. Things I want to add. Twenty six. Yeah, um, go ahead. 
a couple of things I want to add. Uh, 15 bucks is a starting price. Doesn't mean they're not going to have promos that are going to make it, you know, cheaper. Um, you can also remember get sell gold for tokens in WoW uh, that you're going to get money for in your Blizzard account. So you could get it for free, quote unquote. Obviously, it's not free, but you could get it for WoW gold. Uh, so that's a possibility if you think it's too expensive. Um, and I also understand that if, you know, they start adding the Amazon and the whatever, the Paladin and, you know, a bunch of different characters, at some point it starts adding up. I understand that very well, but, you know, I guess we'll have that conversation at that point. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, mm -hmm. remember you can get it for wild gold as well. So that's a possibility. Yeah, very much so. All right. Well, there's your there's your Diablo news. And that's ever that's all the news, really. Uh, oh, and the Hearthstone okay. thing. Wait, what I meant. Do you want? Do you want to explain? We talked the... about the Hearthstone thing a little bit. We we but, did it a little yeah, bit. So what they've done is they've made it so packs are more. Uh, you know, it feels more rewarding if you get a cool thing. Okay. Uh, which makes sense. Yeah, you know, in terms of like you get a legendary. Now it's like if you craft a legendary, you're not having that thing happen when you open a pack later. Oh, legendary! And it's then oh, it's, I've got that. <laughs> uh, I, I I literally wasted sixteen thousand dust. If I'd waited like two more days and just clicked the button. I'd have 16,000 dust and that thing. Whereas now they're saying, like, you'll always, if you get a legendary, it will be one you don't have. Yeah. Um, which they say is a good thing up until you got all the good ones. And then it's, wah, legendary. And it's like, oh, it's a crap one. It's one of well, the crap legendaries. Well, you can always disenchant it. But then you just it, dust so. it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, you know, past that is the idea is it's not going to give you a pack of nothing. Um you know, to begin with. Right. So you're not going to get just dupes. Uh, so you can't get more than two of the same card in the same pack. Right. Um, so, all right. Um, to, to be honest with you, I played a, a game a lot called Faria or Faria, oh, um, which that. was like a yeah. sort of, yeah, it's like a TCG and had a lot more kind of board mechanic sort of. Yeah, it's like a hex uh, grid uh, turn-based yeah. thingy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but in that one, when I first played it, uh, you bought it and you got all the cards mm -hmm. um or you could play it free to play and the thing is is once you've got all the cards it's pretty boring mm. uh you know mm. you win you win three games and you get a pack and it's like, oh cool i got a, oh i've got all the cards you know and it's like, <laughs> oh i can disenchant them but i've got all the cards yeah you know and it's just like once you get all the cards a big part of that game just stops being fun yeah uh so as, as silly as it sounds it's kind of nice not having them all and trying to, you know, like play through, oh, I've unlocked something. Hey, I got a reward. If you had a, a like we did a thing with Blizzard for Heroes uh, for charity, and they gave um, some of our guys uh, temporary accounts which had all of the heroes on them. Right. And it was great in terms of like, oh, yeah, you can just, you know, log in and play whatever you want. But it didn't, it kind of took away some of the feeling of, like excitement when you got something new, yeah. Because didn't have anything new. It's like, like you get it's a crate like for leveling up. Yeah, you already have all the stuff. It's like a god. So it's like a nothing. god. It's like a god mode cheat in Doom or something. It just it's it's yeah. there's something gets it's lost, and the reason that happens, I mean, this is just brain science. Your dopamine, you know, reward centers aren't being tweaked the way they used to, and so what you're left with is a is a good card game, but a big piece of it is the collectible part, the C of the CCG, and well, there's two C's, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like those, the, that One matters. One of the C of the CCG, which is why I was suggesting earlier. In terms of you missed this, but I was suggesting that that Warcraft should introduce some sort of loot system that isn't just here's the thing. Oh, okay, only one guy on the team got a thing, or you got gold and you should have rolled twice and 
blah 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 like i want it to be more rewarding in that regard um but but yeah it sounds like Hearthstone... it's tricky for wow because when you've got a character slot you know your character paper doll you've got x number of slots yeah and so the way we feel good is when one of those slots gets better so we get a new neck piece or a new ring or some new boots and they need to add more things you can augment so that every time you feel like oh sweet i'm i'm doing something and so you know historically like rep and stuff was yeah. more involved and it felt right. like oh cool i've done this i've done that um but i think yeah if they if there's more things that we can feel like they hey i've have, progressed yeah they could have auras and emotes like different yeah dances yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, weapon effects you could have uh so that cosmetic yeah. stuff but also you could straight up do transmog items that are just ancient the game's 14 years old with all this like content have yeah, some weird old I guess. low res a lot of management and, and, it, and it becomes do, a lot of management yeah, yeah there are you know you can go back and get them all there's very few items that aren't in yeah. the game anymore yeah um and if you add them then the people who had them get very upset um that's you know, true they I, do get mad that's a i forgot about that factor yeah but i mean again wow is such a tricky thing because you've got this decade plus legacy and you're always juggling with like, oh, what do we do? Whereas when we've got things like Hearthstone and Diablo and they're introducing new things. So this is the first time Diablo's ever had a new class. Yeah. So boom, well, here you go. Let's the set the tone. Yeah. This yeah. is what it's going to be. If the next time they introduce a class, they don't also introduce a load of free stuff alongside it. People are going to be like, oh, come on, Blizz. What the heck? Yeah. And so they've kind of they've set the tone. They set the price. They've set the standard. And now they have to continually beat that being Blizzard yep. um, or at least reach it. Um, Hearthstone similarly, you know, has you know expansions on expansions, and now they've had the point where okay, ooh, we've got to rework our pack opening because we 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 don't feel it's where it should be. Like you should be really excited every time you click this button. He also said that yeah. the next expansion will also most people are happy with the yeah yeah. I think most people are. It says next yeah. Expansion. So your first ten packs in the new expansion, you're gonna get a legend yeah, yeah yeah, which is amazing as well, and it guarantees that everyone's gonna buy at least ten packs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, although you have to remember that not all legendaries are great. There are a lot of legendaries that you can't really use in a competitive deck. It's yeah. true. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's not like you get a win card, it, it, you know, for every expansion. You Here's, might get a crap one that you're not super happy with. Here's a win. So it's card. not a huge risk on yeah. Blizzard's part to do this. I think. This is true. Um, all right. The rest of the show, folks, is dedicated to you and your emails. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, oh, that didn't work for some reason. All right, I'll just hit escape and get rid of it. Hey, look at this. An email from Brian who writes in and says, Hey, guys, I really love Warcraft 3 story mode. If all the games I've played since I was a kid in the early 80s, this is the game that comes back to me year after year. I think the RTS format lends itself to storytelling better than the MMO format. Hmm, interesting idea. Although they have been doing much better in recent expansions. When I heard that they were moving key Blizzard people over to a new project and that it may be a mobile game, it may be a mobile game, I gained a glimmer of hope that we might see a tablet-based RTS that we can uh, retell a wardrobe story. A wardrobe story? Anyway, or maybe tell new stories. I think he means Warcraft. He must have auto-corrected that right to hell and back. Uh, how likely are we to ever hear or see another RTS in the Warcraft universe, either on mobile or otherwise, Brian? All right, so before we answer that, real quick, a note that we haven't talked about, Brian Holinka, uh, who we just 
finished talking about it in a PvP sense, uh, has moved to whatever secrecy team there is going on at Blizzard as well. So that there's a lot of people yeah. doing yeah, things we don't know about. Yeah, yeah. That, you know that was my my first reaction when I heard about this. It's like everyone is moving to some secret project. Yep. It's well, not everyone, but all of the heads of all of the uh, teams are are going to this to this. Uh, uh, is it Adham run um, think you know, tank stuff. Thing. incubator? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we don't know if they're working on multiple games or on, because you have what you have Chilton, you have uh, supposedly um, Stockton, uh, Stockton. You have now Holinka. You have who, who else? Uh, you have There's, the, you have uh, former heroes lead and Starcraft lead. I, uh, right, yeah, Dustin Browder, Browder yeah, as far has, as I'm aware, it's, uh, Eric it's multiple multiple yeah um multiple things. yeah yeah but also the they're they're also they're bringing but also eric dodge you know who who was behind uh one of the the people in in the team of hearthstone when it first yeah. uh was conceived that's a lot of people and of course it, it's probably a lot of the, you know some different games but certainly at first it was like oh, okay they're trying a little thing and it's gonna be cute there's probably gonna be a couple of things coming out <laughs> of it and now cute. it's like all of their super you know capable uh, who have proven themselves people yeah. are going there and yeah. it's yeah obviously there are very capable people left in the other teams but it's it's taking a a, a a size i guess that is a little bit surprising to me they're also bringing a lot to bear there that's every name that we just well, mentioned are coming from different different aspects of blizzard.com yeah. site yeah uh, they're looking for an fx artist on an unannounced project and this, they're looking for a talented FX artist to help create exciting visual effects for an unannounced project for mobile. Mm. So that's really cool because I don't think that it's going to be like, oh, man, my new Blizzard app for chat has great emotes. <laughs> Look at these effects. Look how cool <laughs> that is. Um, you know, they're looking for someone who's got a firm grasp of color, texture, shape, timing as relates to FX and demonstrates an ability to sketch and storyboard to convey design ideas. Yeah. So already there, we're saying Blizzard is going to make a cool mobile game. Yeah. Now, I would love to think that like Stockton is working on a something Switch. Switch yeah. Because yes. he's the biggest Nintendo fanboy in the world. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Blizzard should be... You know, they, they work on consoles and they should be on the Switch. The Switch is an amazing uh, platform. Um, and I think, I think the, the, Switch, yeah. the Switch was a hard sell uh, three months ago or four months ago. But given how well it's doing now, I am 115% certain that, that Stockton tried to sell you know the idea of making a game for yeah whether they're whether they're doing have. it or not he's there's no question he had he's sure. been vocal oh I, i'm it's, sure yeah, it's yeah. an amazing platform so here's the thing though those guys my my main point was they're all coming from these diverse areas of blizzard you've got pvp people you have rts people you have mmo people you have card uh, collectible card game people like their expertise on, uh, on a breadth of expertise yeah. that are all in this group assuming they're all working on the same thing i don't know Maybe they're not. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. And equally, I don't think that Blizzard looks at it in terms of genre. I think they look at it in terms of yeah. game. And like, you know, look at Greg Street, for example. You know, Greg used to work on Age of Empires, yep. uh, an RTS. Yep. He then worked on World of Warcraft, an MMORPG. And now he works on League of Legends, a MOBA. Mm -hmm. But with all of them, their numbers, their balance, their multiple units, their 
competitive but right. multiplayer fun experiences right and so you can drill it down and you can be good at something uh you know if you look at something like player unknowns battlegrounds you know brendan worked on the mod you know it's third iteration he sold four million copies yep. of that game now it's obscene yeah. um but it's been refined and the experience is very enjoyable it's very snappy it's very understood and so i think you can be very good at a thing in games but I think what Blizzard looks at is is just people who are very good, yeah. just very good people. I think, yeah. yeah. Even beyond that, if Blizzard has proven anything, it's that they can come into a, a genre of games that they've never been into before and be very successful at it. Yeah. I mean, in recent years, Heroes, I I I love it and I think it's great. I think the uh, it hasn't taken first place, so you could argue that they're not as successful as others. But Hearthstone and um, Overwatch have proven that they just show up, something they've never done before. And even Heroes is a great success, mm -hmm. um, you know. And so who knows? Maybe it's going to be an RTS for mobile. I think there would be a way of making that work that would be amazing. And they would certainly have a lot of uh, content to rehash there. Uh, I'm wondering if they're not trying different things and new IPs and new uh, uh, experiences. Um, mobile maybe, but, you know, I... I it's always fun to try and and speculate on what they could do. There's always the idea of a fighting game that is, you know, tickling my fancy. Oh my gosh, dude! Um, Can you imagine? That would be interesting. Yeah, hardly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm sure they could do. They they could. The thing is, they're gamers themselves, and they often, throughout the history of the company. They've made the games that they wanted, that they were enjoying at the time and that they wanted to play. And they thought they would have an interesting take on. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's the case for RTSs. It's the case for MMO. It's the case for everything. So I don't know. What are they playing now? Maybe it's time to get back to a single player focused experience mm -hmm. or a multiplayer co-op thing that is not an MMO or, mm -hmm. you know, a, a Dark Souls like thing maybe they're going to surprise us Ooh. i'd love to have a, a diablo dark souls yeah. um, but i think the thing is is what we need is we need to know what games are frustrating blizzard you know when we play games and it's like oh man like i love civilization but the the online multiplayer is just so badly put together it's such an afterthought it's those sorts of things that really then push blizzard forward mm. you know they play a game and they just know, oh, man, this this is an amazing game. But that sucks. This sucks. If they did what these other people over there did here, and also if you did this that way, wouldn't that be so much better? And that's what they do. They, they take pieces and they fix the genre uh, and then present the kind of refined, distilled, enjoyable version. Yeah. So I mean, and nine, you know, I just, nine times out of yeah. ten, they end up taking that genre over. In the case of Heroes, it was such steep. I mean, such a steep, entrenched it, thing. It's hard, but... But yeah. e but even then, you I could mean, argue they've carved out something unique that have pulled players away. So they, that yeah, is what they sure. do. I totally agree. So why couldn't they go, hey, Steampunk Battlegrounds, Corey Stockton presents Steampunk <laughs> Mario Battle, you know, whatever, whatever it I is. Think, again, I, do, it, I would love to know what, for example, Corey thinks about Breath of the Wild and what he thinks is terrible about it and how would you do it better? Yeah, I think that the problem with a lot of the Nintendo games is they are very good. They're not without fault by any stretch, but it's a question of what can well, you do to make I them, mean, you know. Talking about 
Zelda, th- there aren't many faults in that game. You'd be hard it's, and it's But it's a game that one, took but... six years and had yeah. you know hundreds of people working on it. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a tricky one. But even then, yeah. like, exactly. So what do you do with that? That might not be a strong enough opportunity or world for Blizzard to kind of lean into. Yeah. But when you look at something like, you know, Battlegrounds, that is a newer one. XCOM, mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have the Souls. Mario and Rabbids thing. Yeah, that um, looks really great. Might have stolen someone's thunder there, but uh, could ha- that would have been a fine mobile experience as well, like mobile, mobile, mm-hmm. not not just Switch mobile. But yeah, I don't, <clears throat> all of that is is fascinating to me because I just don't know what they're doing. So all we can do is speculate. But some of the best talent in the world is being uh, coagulated up there doing something, and if they're separate projects or one project or five projects, who knows? But we have gone a long way from Jeff Kaplan has been pulled away on a secret project to half of Blizzard's talent has been pulled away on a secret project. <laughs> but even then, I mean, Kaplan's a great example. You know, guild leader in EverQuest, yeah. quest designer in World of Warcraft, lead designer in World of Warcraft, lead designer on Titan, lead designer on Overwatch. Yeah. You know, like, that guy is just extremely good at being a game designer. Yeah. You know, genre doesn't define him. And no. I think that's, that's Blizzard in a nutshell. Yeah. I think so too. You would never say, "Oh, Kaplan will eventually make the most popular shooter on the market in 2017." Like that just seems like a weird thing to say out loud, but he did. Uh, and you know, with the lots of team effort, we never want to just put these at the feet of one dude. But he's, you know, he's your point, your point man. Uh, here's an email from MacGuffins. Who who knows if this is even real? Because it could be a MacGuffin. Here you go. I want to throw you guys a fun question. We'll be the judges of that. <laughs> anyway, I'm not sure if any of you are into wrestling or at least when you were kids, but there it is, or here it is. If Azeroth were to have its own Royal Rumble, who would come out on top? Can only include char- uh, characters from playable races that are currently alive. Bane, Anduin, Thrall, for example. Thanks, love you guys. Have a great show, MacGuffins. So, Terpster, I know you're a, you're a long-time wrestling fan. I'm, I love wrestling. I who, went and saw it earlier this year. Who would live, you in who, person? Yes, of course you did. I know Dills is yeah. not here today, but if what would you? Who are you putting on top of the big uh, Royal Rumble, Azeroth Royal well, Rumble? It, it, it's tricky because, like you know, in Azeroth there's magic, mm-hmm. and that sometimes changes the playing field a bit. You know, I think when you're looking at uh, on a power level type thing, you've got Bolvar, who's like the new Lich King, kind of has legions. No, no, of no. He said playable. Playable races, yeah. Has playable. Well, humans are a playable race. Sure. I'm not sure what but you is, mean. Is are we just saying? Am I just saying? So I'm not saying characters. I'm saying. Okay. You know, he said because he said like Bane, Anduin, Thrall. You know. Okay, that's what but I'm I feel you know, like Bolvar invokes so much of you know the the Lich King's power. And, that, okay, and... okay, okay, right. So we're saying <laughs> has to be a, a faction within the playable races, but an NPC. So, like an orc would be Thrall, sure, um, or orc shaman. Uh, so, yeah. So. so, Thrall, for example, mm. you know, ism was the earth aspect. That's super powerful. Yeah, that's like Titan strength. Um, Jaina has a Titanic infused weapon and is one of the best mages to have ever lived. Um, Jaina on top uh, <laughs> is always, always my preference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's say we you're not allowed to use uh you know magic or so it's just a straight up fist elemental. fight. Yeah, if it's a, if it's just yeah. Well, I think Torans exhibit the kind of most physical strength, but then I think I'd probably say like a, a troll with their agility and healing and stuff like that. They would I think take a Rain lot Mane of you know, beating. A, 
Oh, Gray made him pretty vicious. Maybe. Maybe. He has this, these claws. I mean, it's not very, very uh, uh, um, wrestling an old if you wolf, start though. slashing people. Yeah. He's an old wolf. Yeah, but maybe his DPS in Heroes is a pretty unstoppable. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a vote behind Gray Man would be a pretty good pick, and it would have to be legal that he could go wolf form and all that, right? Like, there's no rules. Oh yeah, says, of course. Yeah. If not, he's just an old dude. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I've, I think if it's proper WrestleMania, you just got to throw him over the top rope, uh, and their feet have to touch the floor. Any character who can fly, they're they're you know they're invincible in a Royal Rumble style format. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I okay. don't know. Like I said, it's tricky. I'm going, uh, well, he's dead, so never mind. I was going to say, if we can't do dead ones, that kind of bumped me out because wrestlers, like there's uh, Garage Hellscream would have been a hell of a, a wrestler and put that shove yeah. whatever on him and then he's, you know, that's a super at the end. There's a lot you could do with him. You know what? You're really I mean, turning me on to this idea of, actually, it's basically Patrick's idea. Let's have a, a World of Warcraft themed fighting game, like straight up Street Fighter style. Oh man, how cool would that be? I, mean, I don't think I, I want to play it. I would love right. to play that. I'd play that in a heartbeat. Are you kidding you me? You know, the theme would be awesome. But yeah. even beyond that, I think what would be incredibly interesting would be to see how they would tweak the systems, as Terser was saying, to make them more fun, rewarding, inclusive, you know, get p- players who aren't into fighting games right now to be excited and enjoy that uh, game because that's where the real uh, interesting aspect would be because if they just do a street fighter with garage and varian it would be cool because we love garage and varian but if you don't like street fighter now you probably wouldn't really love playing the game over you know a few months um unless it was super so deep yeah. and really good you know like what if it was just a really good fighting well, game no, well, Street Fighter or I Tekken think there are or really all of those good are really exactly, good. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's no, very like, hard for Blizzard to kind like, of grow that. Yeah. It's, it, think of transitioning Magic to Hearthstone or transitioning uh, uh, Quake or uh, CSGO to Overwatch, right? The, the, a lot of people who weren't playing the, the, the original games in the genre are enjoying the Blizzard version. So yeah, yeah. that's where, and we don't know what it is until we they actually tell us, you know? Right. We don't know what changes and what makes them better or more enjoyable to a wider uh, range of people. Yeah. But that would be a thing that would be uh, curious. Yeah, I'm I mean, curious I'm about that curious as well. Uh, Mike wrote in, says, due to HOTS and Overwatch having very simple interfaces and very little in the way of buttons to mash during a game, that WoW PvP is too complicated slash complex to make it mainstream. That's kind of a, it's more of a question. What makes these games easy to watch in the simple nature, or is the simple nature of the game with regards to the player interactions? Also, games are so much more, uh, so much quicker, and the result is known reasonably quickly compared to WoW Battlegrounds, which can last fairly long, fairly long time by comparison. He put question marks behind every sentence, but none of them are questions, so I don't know why he did that. <laughs> it's very weird, Mike. Anyway, uh, love the show. Many thanks, Mike. So, uh, uh, kind of a callback to the PvP episode we had, what, two weeks ago? Uh, and he's got a point, and it's sort of the same point Patrick was making earlier about and 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 Terpster about uh, loot chest style mechanics in World of Warcraft. You're dealing with something that wasn't built to be a esport necessarily, and they're kind of cramming it in to that. You know, they're they're pushing a, a square peg into a round hole a little bit with WoW PvP. So while they've made yeah, great I still strides, think they're doing it wrong. It should be pve vp yeah. mm. you know it should be like who can kill the boss the quickest 
who can clear the dungeon the quickest. Those are always the best wow moments. It's the game being played as it's meant to be at the highest level competitively. Yeah. It's when you put player versus player in wow, you are, again, focusing on the weaker elements of the game. Um, it was never designed, you know, as it had that in mind in that they thought, yeah, we want to develop this, but that isn't what the game is played by mostly. And it just feels like a, yeah, a shame to me. You know, Blizzard has games that scratch that itch. It should be pushing WoW into a sort of, okay, here's an arena and we're going to spawn the Lich King into it. Um, who can kill him the quickest? Right. Uh, you know, who can do it without wiping? You know, you can add in MMO WoW elements and it can be competitive, viewable. It's fun. Like if you've done um, Tomb of Sargeras, you know, that end fight against Sargeras when the, the ship comes in, the planet just... <laughs> You know, it's the coolest thing you've seen in Warcraft ever. Mm-hmm. And like that as a spectator thing would be really cool to see. And it's very visually exciting. Things are happening. Um, and you can I do you can do good play by play can happen in these things. Why do you think that's fallen from interest? Like a lot of teams just aren't doing it anymore. I know they're still competitive raid teams and things and World First still matters to a bunch of them. But why do you think it's less of that now? Like why? Why aren't we seeing big play-by-play live uh, takedowns of highest mythic level stuff, and or, you know, and, and rather they're focusing on this PVE stuff or PVP stuff? No idea. Yeah. Me <laughs> well, I think it has to do with the, you know, the the issue of WoW. Oh, you know, the issue that WoW is old now. I think it's less. It's fatigue. Well, re- the reason um, I ask is it is if Terpster's, if Terpster, what you're saying is true that that's where they're making the mistake and that stuff's more exciting. Then why I I don't understand why that's not what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like well, maybe. my perspective, isn't it? That's the problem. Uh, it's correct, <laughs> but it's not shared. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, there there could be a, a way of change, but it makes the game a little bit different. It, it what he's talking about is basically a boss fight race, mm-hmm. right? It's you, you spawn a boss and the quickest, the, the, because you can't have the two teams in the same space. You have to have them competing in different instances of that encounter. Well, you, you could, though. You could have them with an invisible wall, like a mirror, and have them, you know, side by side and see the other team. Um, right, of course. And, but and you can not... even introduce uh, ways to have teams interact with one another in terms of, like, oh, you killed the first boss before the other guy. So now you've spawned ads in their room or you've done such and such. You could, you could still do it. Like I just feel like Tetris sending crap to your, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I think yeah, I guess that those be, are, yeah. those are more fun ways than in Tetris using the blocks to hit one another. You know, I just feel like <laughs> that, the wow isn't what they, how they, anyway, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's, it's however they want to do it, but yeah, I would prefer I, it differently. I, I mean, coming back to the original question, I think there is an issue of, uh, because of, while being what it is, being the game it is, um, there is an issue of if only there are a lot of buttons. Yes, maybe there could be a version where you pair, you you bring down every character's every class's kit to like five buttons, and maybe it could be more easy to understand and maybe even more fun uh, to play. Uh, I think there's also an issue of time to kill, uh, meaning in order to kill a character in wow in a pvp setting it takes like 
I don't know, five, three minutes, five minutes. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> right. And in any other game, uh, when you have a competitive thing, they're going to spawn back, you know, into the thing. But when you focus them, they're going to die in five seconds. Or maybe they they do a narrow escape or there's some immediate ex excitement being built there. Mm -hmm. uh, as a spectator sport, watching the thing, uh, I mean, that's what we were saying last time. The really exciting thing in WoW PvP is seeing someone try to cast a spell and being interrupted, which will lock them out of that school for 10 seconds, right? That is when the, the games are won or lost. Mm -hmm. And that's super niche. Like that's very specific. So mm -hmm. that's that's a big issue in in WoW PvP. Maybe there would be ways. I think in order to make it as exciting as PvP games of today's standards, mm. it would need to be changed so much that it wouldn't really be WoW anymore. Mm. So you know, it would almost yeah. become a, a a MOBA type thing. Exactly. If you want to mod WoW to be a MOBA then that Play is heroes. wow is it yeah. exactly you know you're just you're just then playing a mod and yeah. that's why i kind of feel like wow for me has always been uh you know teams working together to take down big monsters yeah. and i think that can still be super competitive yeah i agree i actually would really like to see more of that as well uh she nuts sheen nuts rather uh from sheen the tuz. the parent old us server sheen Oh, Tuz. Tuz. Yeah, I, 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 I'm thinking about these nuts. That's what you're thinking about. It <laughs> uh, says, now that Blizzard has a fair assortment of games in their launcher, some of which uh, with their own inbuilt achievement system, I wonder what you guys think of about, uh, about Battle.net, a level achievement system. I mean, your achievement toasts already carry across game to friends and your contacts. So if you know something happens in WoW, you see it if you're playing something else. <clears throat> it's needed, or <clears throat> excuse me, it needn't be as comprehensive as the full WoW achievement system but it would be a cool way to see what your friends have been up to and possibly be enticed to join them as well as some other cool uh, avatar slash badge stuff, even maybe in-game items. Bragging rights to be gained. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, the launcher is the launcher. So I'm not so sure that Blizzard would ever be motivated to make, I don't know. Like, to add a social layer. Maybe. Like, I mean. To develop the social. I don't. I don't think we need this. Yeah, just, I, I don't either. I don't either. I wish I, it's not that we don't. I just don't know what Blizzard gains from it because they don't really achieve much with it. <laughs> achieve. See what I did there? But but <laughs> but they have, you know, they have this thing where, by the way, I use their voice stuff all the time. It's my preferred voice app for playing every when I play uh, player unknowns battlegrounds. I use the Blizzard app for voice with friends. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's how much I like I use it. Discord. Everyone I know uses Discord. We have Discord, but I don't always love it like sometimes it's okay it's not the best thing in the world so sometimes the the quality and the codec's not great and so i don't know and plus we're just in heroes so much we play a lot of diablo together so this group of friends and i it's just like the natural thing for us to do now is start a conversation in there and we really like the small groupiness of of how the voice stuff works and it's worked great for us so i have nothing but positive things to say about the blizzard voice stuff over battlenet but beyond that i don't know what advantage you'd have to having special avatars and having a whole like they don't need a little facebook in there i don't think i think yeah. that's too much i think it's very easy to go from oh just add an avatar and just add a, a thing and a th and you end up with facebook yeah so yeah. i don't think yeah. yeah and we have the achievements like meta achievements would be achievements that you get if you get this and that achievement in you know five games mm -hmm. i don't 
I don't think. I mean, yes, it might get people to go and play that game they wouldn't have played just to get the achievement, but I don't it's, it's weird. Again, I just don't think Blizzard gets anything out of that, so why would they put the work into it? It's a free service part of their Plus, business yeah, anyway. when it comes to social networks, like they're a pain. Yeah. Uh, Google couldn't do it. Yep. Uh, Blizzard, probably, but come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, they could do, they sort of could do it. Maybe it changes with the fact that Destiny 2 is on there, and and maybe that changes the conversation. I don't know, but I guess time will tell. Maybe. Paul wrote in, says, in the episode of the instance that you just released uh, recently, you talked about Jaina Proudmore. So this is Terpster and I did a lore episode on her. You also said, we could suggest other topics for lore episodes. I wouldn't mind hearing lore about the Plagueland Zones. They seem to have mm. changed a lot over the years, and a lot of important things seem to yeah. have occurred there. Much love. So we were just talking about the undead, you and I. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think the the plague zones are really cool because before they were Western and Eastern plague lands and Trisful Glades and all of those, they were still like a load of stuff happened there. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Tear's hand where the Scarlet Crusader at, um, and Tear the Titanic Watcher. Uh, we learned a lot more about in Legion. Um, and as part of the artifact quest, we we went and went to his tomb for quite a few different artifacts uh, from different classes. Um, there was a lot of stuff went down in that area. There's rumored to be like even potentially another old god maybe is under those lands. Uh, you know, they've always been uh, a rough place to be. Uh, and so, yeah, exciting, exciting stuff. So, yeah, we could. We could definitely talk about the history of different zones and areas in Azeroth. Uh, I think we'd love to. Yeah. Um, sorry, just... hang on. That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> we've talked a lot about it internally. Uh, we think it's something that'll be really good, and we, yeah, we we think that yeah, we'll talk about that at a future event. Uh huh. We don't. We can't. We don't have any release dates right now. We're not talking about no. those features. No. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think so. I think it'd be really fun. Um, yeah. But with all of it, it just comes down to whatever people want to hear. Yeah. Um, and it's not to say that I know it all. I, I really don't. Uh, but I can read as well if it's something where it's like, okay, I'll go and do my homework and then come back and yeah. tell you guys all about how babies are made. Yeah, I'd like to know that too. <laughs> something about the penis and the vagina. It's Well, I'm not even sure. I'll be honest with you, Scott. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Oh, all right. You're not sure? Okay. Hey, new, I don't know. New baby on the way and everything and still haven't quite figured it Who out. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Eric wrote in, and this got me thinking about Destiny, and we haven't, you know, we've had some time now since that announcement. So here's his question. It says, hi, Scott. I just wanted to say I really enjoyed the Overwatch show recently that you guys talked about. Even though I don't play the game or FPSs at all, really, it was some interesting conversation about the future of the game. Thinking of giving Destiny a shot uh, to dip my toe in now. Thanks for the great work. Best, Eric. So I am curious, after, you know, the announcement, we've had an E3 since then and actually had a look at the PC uh, 4K version of of Destiny 2, knowing that it's on the launcher, that Blizzard's got this deal. Uh, how are we feeling now? We still, are we still cool with it? It seemed like everybody was kind of cool with it, but um, I don't know. Still the right move? Patrick, yeah. what do you think? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not playing Overwatch at all. Uh, what's the not. question? Yeah, so what are you, are you still cool with Destiny 2 being on the launcher coming? Yeah, why yeah. not? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm a special case because I absolutely love Destiny. I've pl- I've sunk so many hours of my life into that game. And I think, you know, as, as we discussed uh, when they announced this, I, th- I really think that Destiny is a kind of game that fits the Blizzard uh, type of gamers very well. Um, so yeah, I think it's a, it's a great fit. It's a good idea. 
Mm. I'm happy with it. Uh, yeah, and terps. I think I think you should get like a StarCraft Ghost style uh, pre-order bonus. Mm. Uh, you know, I think they should really sell it to us. <laughs> you know, I want to be able to you know rock around with some Space Marines or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I, it, obviously, it makes huge financial sense for the company, um, and it's uh, it's only a cool thing for Blizzard. I don't think uh, they're the sort of company that needs to be worried about uh, competitors yeah. or or their own ecosystem you know they can grow it you look at valve with steam you know steam everyone's like uh what the hell's that and then it became a thing and we love it um there's no reason why battlenet can't be just one more app that saves us from having 20 more uh i don't yeah. think yeah i mean i don't think we're gonna see many games showing up on on battlenet yeah, I don't I mean, know. Um, I think even when the thing happened originally, you know, I, I, there were even rumors around the time that Call of Duty and stuff like that may start coming out through Battle.net because mm. it's Activision Blizzard owned. Um, they're Activision titles. If you launch a game through Steam, you give Steam 30% of that revenue. If you as a company say, hang on, we've got our own digital you know, distribution network through Battle.net, which has a huge sure. install base, you know, that's something that we want to kind of start looking at. I can constantly see that pressure internally from, hang on, can we put this on your platform? And then Blizzard, you know, as an equal shareholder in that company saying, no, we don't feel that reflects well on our brand or our ecosystem and our player base. But I can see there being more games as time goes on where it just kind of makes sense. You know, now we've done one, it becomes a lot easier to do another. Yep. That's true. I kind of agree. I don't know what those will be, what it'll look like. Call of Duty feels weird where, where Destiny doesn't, and I don't know why that yeah, is. Yeah, I think the, the the issue with Call of Duty is that it is so, that like the entire community and population of that game is on uh, Steam, mm. right? And yeah. I mean, obviously Console, on consoles. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know that they will, maybe they it would be on both so that they can at least get the 30% back on, on part of the some of the gamers, um, but I think it's a slightly different affair for Call of Duty. Yeah, but, um, uh, we'll maybe yeah. Kuching. I think the interesting thing is is the social tie-in. You know, when you'll see your friends are you know in Destiny whilst mm-hmm. you're playing Hearthstone or WoW. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a really strong uh, tool as well for the for the Blizzard audience. Oh yeah. Get the plus your uh, plus your you know it's it's Diablo in space in a lot of ways. It's it's, it's oh, it scratches yeah. those itches and. It's a, it's that's why I feel like the Call of Duty thing would be weird. It's just a different itch, you know. It's a total. Maybe I think again, you, you know, it would depend on the right Call of Duty. Call mm. of Duties aren't bad games, you know. People give no, them a I lot like of um, stick and stuff, but I think it's just about getting the right, the right game. Yeah, I and like I think, Call of Duty think, a lot. I think basically, I, I think we'll see a lot more. In fact, you know, I mean, I'm perfectly willing to do this as often as it needs to be done, but to remind people that progression in FPSs didn't exist until Call of Duty Four. Like mm-hmm. modern, oh, yeah. modern warfare I mean, changed yeah, this, you, this world as far as I'm concerned in shooters. They, they, it was huge. That was a seismic moment, and I, I think they deserve a lot of credit for that. So, I mean, if you want to go back to to modern warfare, it wasn't just about you know um, progression in PvP. It was like the entirety of the of the the world of FPSs was changed forever by that game, including. Um, the the single player aspects. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, it's so, it's huge. Yeah. It should not be understated. I think. So well, yeah. So who knows? Yeah. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity. Whether um, that stuff fits there way. or not, time time will tell. With this Destiny deal, maybe that'll maybe that'll affect it. 
uh, Kuchow Lane from Silverhand wrote in and says, so regarding the return of grind and burnout, uh, Patrick, in your discussion, total, total disclosure, I quit a while back in October and haven't missed it, he says. The content is actually fantastic. It's the fact that Blizzard has lost their way on where to go on these. They fall back to the same mechanics of the expansions since the Lich King, the grind for rep, etc. at all. They uh, can't innovate further than new content. As soon as they do that, it falls back to the, okay, content is built. Now we just fill the next year with rep grind, rep grind, rep grind, rep grind to fly, rep grind to get into instances and raids and so on. World Quest, to me, started becoming boring because they became required to progress. Keep them for fun. Don't force us to do 100 runs of a raid to advance or build, uh, or build an item up. But they don't. Anyway, that's just my take. I could be wrong. All right. I think that's uh, interesting. I mean, we talk about this all the time. The, uh, the, 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 you know, grind burnout that happens toward the end of every expansion. Thing is, I don't, I mean, that's the game and we've had it for so many years. I think that's just, that's just the game and they innovate in some ways and they get us all excited around certain times. And then, yeah, some of the grind sets in, but I don't know. I mean, what are they going to do? What are you going to have them do? They have to make a new game almost to, to get rid of the things that an 11 year veteran doesn't like. No, you're absolutely right. That's the game. That's the thing. You know, he says, oh, they fall back into the same issues since, uh, what was it, Wrath? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that was, what, 2006 yeah. or 2008 maybe? Uh, it, it's it's 10 years ago. That's what the game is. And before that, there wasn't anything to do past grinding to level, getting to max level. You know, it was a real issue. And the the there were reputations, but I mean... I suspect that person hasn't uh, uh, gotten the the access to Molten Core because that was, if you want to talk about grind, it's like that was a grind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what the game is. The problem is you build content and they can't create three expansions a year because people get through the expansion, the main content of the expansion in about, I would say, two months and then they get quote unquote, quote unquote, burned out. And in order to, what he's asking is basically an additional expansion or maybe a mini expansion. And that's, they can't do it. I mean, it's unreasonable to expect that. And uh, I, I think that the, um, the way that you prolong the life of any type of content, it's not just WoW, uh, any PvE content, is that you create some form of grind, mm-hmm. be it reputation, be it, be it loot grind, be it whatever. Um, but that's how you make the game last longer. It's impossible to make the game, you know, it's almost like if you think in single-player games, it, it would be like asking for a uh you know i i recently started playing wolfenstein from 2015 um it's really good but it's like it's it's a 10 15 hour experience you can't make it 150 hours experience (laughs) right so that's the problem it's it's different having uh content and quote-unquote grind and you can't have constantly new content because you would be paying First of all, it's impossible to do at quality. That's why all of those games that have been coming out every year have 
dipped in quality for you know the the same the the Assassin's yeah, Creed yeah, and the Call yeah. of Duty and all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure you would be happy to pay for an expansion every six months. Yeah, so you have to fill anyway, bar. I mean, the The game is about filling up bars across the board. Some of them are easier, quicker. Some of them are rewarding immediately. Some of them take forever, and they're end gamey. But that's the game. Like straight yeah. up, that's your MMO and, right there. And and they burn you out. There's yeah. no one I know who's played WoW for a long time who hasn't burnt out. Yeah. Uh, you know, you come back, but it burns you out, and that's the nature of the game. You know, live yeah. hard, uh, burn out young. <laughs> <laughs> it's a famous old and saying. You know, yeah. Yeah. No. Anyway. Let's. Uh, here's one more email. This is from Frank. Frank says, I am completely offended by Scott's insensitive comments about the loss of our king. A green puff of smoke, which is how he chose to reference the sacrifice he gave to his people. I have to say this. Scott, look at your horde leader and compare. Tell me he gave the same sacrifice. Tell me he led his people with honor. Tell me this, and I will laugh at you. You are an... <laughs> You are an envious onlooker as the Alliance has emerged as the glorious standard against the Legion. So, Scott, sit back and not enjoy Legion. 13 years is too much for you to get into it. <laughs> but there are those out there that are uh, seeking revenge and found it against Gul'dan because we took it personally. I beg you to watch Bajira's videos on Broken Shores and you will see the pain, suffering, and valiance we took for, uh, from our king's sacrifice. I know you are dis, uh, disappointed in Vol'jin's defeat and Thrall's crawling on the ground and the Horde's cowardice is too much to bear, but don't bash our king. We sacrificed everything for the Alliance, says Frank. It's a rousing speech. Um, it is. It truly is. Uh, however, you know, I mean, I do stand by Scott's, you know, kind of accurate but cold description of a green puff of smoke. Yeah. Um, that is all that's left. Though evidently afterwards there was like a bit of skull um, yeah. based on like... <laughs> Oh, floor. was there a bit of skull? So, I missed that. Yeah, in, in the game. But then I think when Anduin goes back, there's not. Oh. There's uh, Charlemagne, the sword. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's all inconsistent, Scott. The only thing everyone can agree on, there was a big green puff of smoke. So I can see why you land on that. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> I have long argued. He lives on in the Nexus, and I, I'm happy about that. But I've argued that in there, his one of his ultimates should have been some sort of green puff of smoke explosion. And it kills him and kills everybody else in its in its wake and has to go pick up his weapon again. But nobody on the Heroes team listened to me there. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate your heartfelt uh, plea for me to understand your plight as an Alliance player. I completely understand. Nonetheless, the Dark Lady currently in charge. I like her a lot. Well... Okay, let me let me jump in for just a second. All right. I do kind of agree that in the realm of sacrifice and uh, valiant uh, uh, display of honor, there is few characters in whatever, you know, faction that are as representative as our good king, Varian Rin. Yeah. I mean... He turned into uh, the kind of symbol that the alliance needed that we didn't puff have. Puff green before. smoke, exactly. We had no yeah. puff of green I mean, smoke. <laughs> hopefully, soon we'll have those on our banners. But he gave new meaning to the For puff the of alliance! green smoke. For the exactly. Puff of green I think. Smoke! I think what we're saying. Yeah. I think what we're saying is that it's not about opposing those who think he's a puff of green smoke now and those who think that he's. A valiant hero i think the point is the puff of green smoke represents 
the valiant heroism that we all need now. Yeah. For me, so, I'm always reminded of uh, Morpheus from The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, whenever I go to the Broken Shore, when he said, you think that's air you're breathing? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, no, every little little bits of variant. Every breath, that's yep. it. That's a little bit of variant. Yep. Oh, daddy. Anytime, <laughs> anytime you're in the broken Tough. shore, you've got a little variant particles going in your lungs, guaranteed. You're eating well, them. Apparently, yeah. Uh, fun fact, and that's I think true. Um, the the it it there's there are so many atoms in one body, and they've dispersed so much so quickly. That uh, there's a little bit of Julius Caesar in every glass of water that you drink. I had a Caesar salad <laughs> earlier today, so <laughs> I must have had quite a bit. Yeah, there you go. So, there you go. All right. Well, such is science. Yeah, you're so, welcome. Yeah, fair th- listeners. Thank you for the science. But we have informed you with some more science. <laughs> yeah, vape. Oh, vapors know what's up with variant. Variant vapors. They know what's up. Uh, there's your it. yeah. There's and there's your faith. emails. Uh, big thanks to everybody who sent them. We got a ton of them in today. It's always good to clear out some of the uh, the email stuff. And if you'd like to submit your own for a future show, theinstance at gmail.com is the address to use. Uh, it's gonna do it. Let's get out of here before we go though. Um, next, you hear all of us together. We'll be at Nerdtacular. That's pretty crazy. So are we doing it? Are we doing a show? How how does it work? We're gonna is do Nerdtacular on Friday. So I don't know how it works. yeah. So Saturday there's a big video games panel. And I figure I would try to mash all things into that. So there will be a lot of uh, sort of blizzardy stuff. We're going to have Greg up there, um, Russell probably. But, you know, think of it as like a grand instance panel with extras is kind of how that's going to be. And um, and we'll be all up there. Oh, but the funnest thing Stop. I'm looking you forward to. You know I hate these. I hate them. <laughs> There's too many people. I can't talk enough. Here's what you're going to get. like, oh, stop talking. We want to hear Greg. I get it, guy. Yeah, you just want to hear wanna Greg. I want to hear me. Yeah, Terpster likes to hear the sound of his own voice. But here's here's a fun treat for everybody who watches this thing live or is there. Uh, before the concert on Friday night, I'm going to do a live drawing session, which I've never done at one of these things. I'm going to pull out an iPad Pro, put it up on the big screen. Everybody's going to watch me draw in real time while Terpster improvs some lore on a microphone and Blizzard music is playing in the background. So we're so going to do some improv. Am I just making it up? You can make it up people? or you can tell real stories. Okay. It's up to you because we could do like a Mad Libs style <laughs> law thing. So we just get the audience to suggest. Ooh, that's exciting. An adventure. Maybe a choose your own adventure. Yeah. We could go on yeah. with some of Azeroth's finest heroes. Yeah. In my erotic adventure, <laughs> Terpster and Jaina go to town. <laughs> On each other. Yeah, on each um, other. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So holy moly, Scott. I can't believe. When do I? I'm flying out in like five days. Yeah, it's like no time. We're we're almost there, Patrick, you guys. when are you? You you flying out before then? After then? Yeah, yeah, on, on the Wednesday. On the Wednesday as well. <gasps> are we on the same flight? Oh, my I'm, gosh. I'm, no, I'm going through Paris. I'm uh, guessing you're going straight from London. I'm, no, I'm going through Amsterdam. Yeah. Oh, why? Because he gets free well, pot when he goes through. For my reasons. Yeah. Oh. For my reasons. <laughs> pot and hookers. It's all free there. Or not it's free. It's all legal. free. Yeah, no, it's free, Scott. It's free if you're traveling <laughs> on the Utah afterwards. <laughs> Quick enough. So. Well, I am uh, beyond excited to see you both because I, I always like it when we're together. And it um, doesn't always have to be a BlizzCon. And, geez, this BlizzCon, you're probably going to have another baby right around then. I don't I'm even... not going to be there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's gonna be I'm not going to be there either, I don't there think. Go. I'm going to have to represent. I guess. So there's tickets. There's new tickets going on sale, which I guess you've said. Oh um, right, so yeah, we forgot the, to mention that in July. Of the expansion to the uh, convention center. Yeah, they built another hall. 
And so Blizzard said, sweet, well, take it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, more tickets are going on sale in July. Yeah. He said, uh, I mean, Morheim said as much from the stage, basically saying if they finish this, you know, we'll we'll probably buy it or do it. And here they are doing it. So that's really good news. They didn't say how many tickets, though, did they? We don't know what the total I think, is. I think it would be like another sort of five to 10,000. That's pretty it's good. It's a big old hall. Yeah. That's pretty so, good. Okay. You know, Wait, they got what... another hall? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they built a no, whole extra hall on the Anaheim Convention Center. Yeah. I think they just, you know, knocked over some, you know, family's house or whatever they do. <laughs> and uh, boom, there you go. Yeah, something that simple. They call it Beja Hall. So I don't know what that's about, yeah. but pretty excited they, about it. Apparently it's really smelly in there. So. Yeah, it smells like cheese and that's wine. Right, and... Yeah, that's what they were like. Okay, so we call it, it Beja. It smells delicious. It smells delicious. I, I want to say one thing about, we're on video live, obviously, for the folks today. I want to say my favorite thing about today's episode is that I have been able to watch Patrick's matches in Overwatch on a glass reflection behind him. <laughs> so I can You're see how he's big, doing. Purpley red defeat <laughs> coming yeah. up every now and then. <laughs> yeah, good. I can see that. The, well, I'm not paying heart. a lot of attention because I care about you, Scott, a little bit. <laughs> Look, I love it, though, because I can see the games back there. If, I mean, if Patrick was some kind of weirdo, you know, horse porn freak, I could see that, too. But all I'm seeing is... <laughs> All I'm seeing is Overwatch oh. on his. Scott, I think Blizzard needs to really just grip the shaft and work the balls. And oh, sorry, what? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, oh no! What are we? What are we talking about? Uh, lost, lost my uh, dick of thought. Train, oh, train, train, of, train thought. of thought, train of thought. Uh, all right. Uh, don't forget, you can find us all on Twitter. Not Patrick. Uh, he's at French Spin. Find all his great shows there. Terpsters the underscore T. And all sorts of shenanigans happening at the Ogscast. Uh, congratulations on your move. I guess you guys are all in and things are oh, good. Oh, yeah. I'm in a room right now. Are you... Uh, oh, I, I had a show with uh, Ryan from Overwatch Central. Yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah, he's moved um, in. It's all yeah. good. Oh. So they're, they're, they're... How come they're in the same offices? I was, it's, I'm trying to build okay, a... Okay, so a, not, a, okay. Not, I'm, it's I'm, secret stuff. All right, it's no not worries. secret. I'm building a, co- a collective, a collaborative environment. If you want to move... To Bristol, I will gladly give yeah, you. Yeah, I'll be right there. Frogpants.com, Frogpants you LLC, have, yeah, moving Frog to Bristol. Frogpants UK. Yep. you could do that. Let's do you it. You're coming on down here. We've got all the rooms. We're making them all usable by anyone. You just book them out. Yeah, it's it's lovely. It's very bohemian. Well, I say bohemian. You got to pay me for it. I got to see uh, how your but, bre- yeah. I got to I got to see how yeah. your Brexit deal goes first, and then then we'll see. Oh, well, we do breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Scott. <laughs> we do the whole the whole shebang. Don't worry about that. All right. What is a good English Brexit? What's that taste like? Mm. Uh, I think it tastes it, like it smells regrets. like the the it smells like the beja room in the yeah. uh, convention. Oh, center. all right. It's one well, of those then. things that old people like, uh, but they actually don't live to taste. Good. Uh, and it's just the young who will be eating the ashes <laughs> of the Brexit breakfast. Perfect. So that's glad. Yeah. That's good. To, good to hear. I feel like I've yeah. uh, validated everything I've ever thought about you and your country. Uh, all right. Well, uh, next time you see us, we'll all be together. Very excited about that. In the meantime, the instance.net is our website. Instance Show is our Twitter account. You can find me at Scott Johnson, as I mentioned, the underscore T for Terpster, not Patrick for Patrick. And more shows like this at frogpants.com. That will do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
Dragon's Dance with Death decidedly difficult to describe. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. Given the near-perpetual state of warfare in Azeroth, the overwhelming majority of beings who reside here have someone who hates them, either for personal reasons or just because they're on the wrong team. One would have thought, though, that the bronze dragon Kranormu would have been the rare exception to this rule. Aside from being annoyingly perky in her gnome form, she strikes most on both sides of the conflict as fairly harmless. That's why it was shocking earlier today when Chromie was slain in an attack on Wormrest Temple. Four massive balls of energy convert... Wait, wait, this just in. New details on the death of Chromie. Turns out she died valiantly fighting a demon at the Emerald Dragon Shrine, acting as a tank for a... Okay, another update has just been handed to me. It says that Chromie died in Ander... Wait, another update? That's it, I'm done. It's tough enough covering the news in 90 seconds and coming up with a closing pun without dealing with all this time travel stuff. I'll file a final report when somebody figures out if she's really dead or has been rescued. Face it, trying to do otherwise is a real pain in the hourglass. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com